Hi, I'm Matt Fuller. Hey, Britton. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you today? You never know. You just, you never know. You never do. It reminds me, it's a lovely day here on the day we are recording this podcast, the kind of day you might uh, take your dog on a walk and go to the dog park. It's a true story. And uh, what are some uh, what are some things you found at the dog park over the years? Um, I have found lost dogs. I have found new friends. I have found a business partner. Oh, wait, there's a backstory to that. Yes, let's, yes. So it's sort of a circuitous route between the dog walk and a business partner. But um, I moved to San Francisco in the spring of 2000. In the fall of 2000, I was out walking my dog. And I, um, I was about to leave the dog park and my dog uh, ran over to see this other dog that was coming up the hill. And I wanted to make sure that the dog had a person attached to it. Sure enough, dog did have a person. Um, my dog walks back over to me with the person. Person is bending down, petting the dog. And then he looks up at me and he says, Britton? And I recognized an old friend from Austin, Texas, Brian. And... <clears throat> excuse me and um it was it was my old friend brian from austin that i had i we'd lost touch years before but um we ran into each other at the dog park and that brian is your husband you've heard this story before though so that's not a surprise he sounds like a super nice guy oh my god he's the best <laughs> um yeah so uh so you bumped into brian and uh brian and i ended up becoming your clients and uh but uh, one of my favorite stories well not my favorite stories there's just an another story about this is uh so after you guys reconnected at the dog park we went out to dinner and we went out to dinner in the mission and we had chinese it was uh, vietnamese it dear. was it was vietnamese <laughs> thank you only in san francisco man wow you never gonna live that one down You're not. Uh, anyway we had vietnamese and it was delicious um, and after um, the dinner, uh, you know, next time you saw Brian, you asked him, Does Matt hate me? <laughs> uh, now we've learned that the answer to that is no. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, uh, it just goes to, to prove a truism in real estate uh, that you just, you never know. Uh, you know, you walk into one thing thinking it's going to be you know, in this situation, a walk to the dog park, and it turns out to be something completely uh, and totally different in addition to being a walk in the dog park. Um, and, you know, you've got some great stories where, you know, you just never know. And uh, what's another one? So another one is uh, back probably, gosh, I started in real estate about 16 years ago, and it was probably in my first year. I was meeting a client in the mission to um, see a property and I parked my car in front of a house that happened to be on the market but it wasn't the one that I where I was meeting my client I was parked about a half a block away and I get out of the car and I noticed that there was this guy standing in front of the house this other one that was for sale not the one where I was going and uh, and he said excuse me and I turned and said yes 
and he said, are you a realtor? And I was just like, well, that's kind of random. I mean, I, I don't wear a name tag. And, and of course, this was a, a safer question to answer 16 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I said, why, yes, I am. And tur- and he said, well, I just, I'd wanted to see this house. Do you happen to know how I can see it? And my steel trap mind told me that this person did not have an agent if he just happens to be randomly standing in front of a house that he wanted to see. And so we got to talking and I had seen the place on Broker's Tour and it was not on Lockbox, so I could tell him about it. Unfortunately, I couldn't show it to him, but I could tell him about it. So um, he gave me, I took out a business card. and may, I, may I interrupt you? Of course. Before we get to the business part, a business card part. But this is, again, one of those stories I love about you because you're like, whoa, and blah, 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 and you just keep going. But the interesting part about this is like you'd already seen the property you knew. Um, one of the things that I love about you that you really instilled in me when we started as a team and that I think we still in, instill in our entire team is that to know the market, you have to know the inventory. And to know the inventory, you actually have to go and see it. That's a true story. The pictures can tell a picture. What's the, a picture is worth a thousand, a thousand, a thousand words. (laughs) Why can I not speak today? Uh, But to see it, you have to be able to walk through it. I mean, to, to really get to know what's going on with the place. Yeah, I mean, when I started, you know, and over the years, there's kind of this uh, theory of real estate exceptionalism, which is, you know, all of the reasons that real estate won't be disrupted or isn't subject to kind of uh, becoming a commodity like the travel industry or travel agents or, or these other things. Um, and part of it comes back to the uniqueness of each property. And, and while we've done a great job at really showcasing a property's features online, uh, agents have done an even better job of making sure that the flaws don't ever make it online. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you know, you have to go see it anyway. Um, yes, you, uh, you, you'd already seen it. So you were one step ahead and you're, you're chatting out front with him. And so, um, I took out a business card and he wrote his contact information on the back and I gave him another card, of course. And um, so I said, well, I'm going to go back to the office and I'll look up some stuff for you and then I'll give you a call and let's get together and I can talk about how I can help you as your agent. And we were both really excited. And so I go, I show the house, the other house to my other client and then go back to the office and I'm walking down the street to my office and again, under the heading of you never know what's going to happen, I saw this poor young woman who was on a bike get hit by a car and thank goodness she wasn't hurt she was just sort of tapped and knocked over but there was you know she didn't even have a scrape she was just sort of shaken up Uh, as as one would think would happen absolutely (laughs) and so there were a couple of us who you know we kind of jumped in the middle of the street and we were helping her get her get up and get her bike out of the road and um and making sure she was okay of course and she said no no i don't need an ambulance and i don't need to go anywhere and and um, she said, well, do you, could I write down your name in case, in case I need a witness? And so I stuck my hand in my pocket and I gave her a business card because, and I said, call me, email me, you know, if I can help at all, cause I'd seen the whole thing. Then I go in my office and I realized that the card I had given her was the one that had the contact information for my new client on it. 
And you never know. You never know. You never know which business card you're going to give away. So, yeah, I was just sort of shaken by watching this poor girl get hit by a car. And she had said, my office is right here. So I knew which office building she was in. And I thought, well, I really like this guy I had just met. And I didn't want to, you know, I told him I'll call you in a couple hours. And I didn't want to not do that. And I thought, well, how am I going to find this young woman who has my business card with this potential new client's information on the back? So I went in to the office building and there were, it's like a five-story building. There's probably, I don't know, 20, 25 offices in it. So I just start going into every office saying, is there a young woman who works here who just got hit by a car? And everyone was looking at me like I was crazy. And I think I made it to the top floor before I found her. And... But I found her, and I gave her a different card, and I got that one back. Did, did you explain all of this to her, or were you just like, hey, I'm just... Like, like what? Yeah. I Do said, there's a really important phone number on the back of the card I gave you. May I exchange it, please? <laughs> Very diplomatic. Yeah. Well done. Um, so, yeah, you, you never know. And so you did get in touch with this gentleman. I did get in touch with him. And, and he, he did become a client. He did become a client. He bought a house that is, he still has to this day, 14, an, 15 years later. And there's an excellent joke that we, I love the address, but we can't talk about it, nope. obviously. Um, but it's a great address. It is. And uh, you got something out of this as well. I got um, a hairdoer. He's my under, hairdresser. Under the category of it, once again, you just never know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you, he's been your, your hairdresser for how long now? Oh, probably at least like almost a dozen years. probably. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's a great story. Um, and that's, uh, you know, one of the other interesting things to me is the, the time frame in real estate. Um, you know, it, it can take years between meeting a person and then deciding to buy or sell or being in a position to buy or sell. Um, you know, and sometimes when you first meet someone, you know, their circumstances are such that, you know, you're not working with them. They're not interested in working with us, whatever it might be. And there was a story, um, that we were talking about the other day when you kind of first arrived and someone had gone out of their way to try and make an introduction for you. Oh, yes. So when I moved to San Francisco, um, 17 years ago, my, um, I rented a place and I told I was telling my family about it and my brother-in-law said oh my gosh I have a friend um, I've got friends who live a block from there and he said if you see a tall guy with curly brown hair walking two little dogs one black one white go say hi and um, and he said you know this is the name but we don't name names on this show so um, he said and tell him that you're that I can say my brother-in-law's name, right? <laughs> yes, I, I think I don't think you're he said, exactly. He said, "Tell him Corey says hi," and um, and he said, "Who knows? Maybe you'll even make a friend out of it." And and I thought, well, I'm moving to a big city, and who knows if I'm going to run into this guy? Sure enough, I'm not in town. I don't know, two weeks, and I'm out walking my dog, and I see tall guy, curly brown hair, walking two little dogs, one black, one white, and there's a woman with him, and we're across the street, and I said, hey, are you so-and-so? I said the name, 
And um, so wait, you're just like randomly walking down the street, Noe Valley, minding your own business. They're minding their own business. And you're just like, look up and having never seen this person before, you just yell out from across the street like, hey, are you so and so? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How'd that go? He said, yes. His wife turned and walked the other way because I think she thought I was a lunatic. And I and I said, oh, I'm Corey's sister-in-law. I just moved in around the corner. And uh, he told me, if I see a tall guy with curly brown hair walking two dogs, one black, one white, say hello. And um, it turns out it was him. And so uh, you kept talking. So we kept talking and we did get to be friends and I would babysit their dogs. They would babysit mine. Um, and they were flipping properties at the time. Okay, and they, so, so they were like, wow. It was like, before that's, I... W- that's a pretty... So were you actually in real estate? No. Okay, so you just like had met them. You were here for the, the new job that, that brought you out here. Yeah. And you find out they're, you know, they're flippers. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're flipping homes in Noe Valley. Not a bad... Uh, not activity. a bad gig. <laughs> not, not a bad person to know if you're becoming or, you know. So keep going. What happened? So they um, they were flipping properties. I think they had done a couple by then. And they had a, a relationship with an agent who at that time was, um, did a, a ton of business. In they Noe owned Valley. that neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so then I got into real estate about a year later when um, the job that had brought me to San Francisco went poof. It had, um, done, its, it had done its... It had, it got me here. Exactly. That's what it needed to do. So, um, but of course, when they when I got in the business, I was brand new, wet behind the ears, and they had a relationship with somebody. And so I wasn't going to try to poach, um, poach them as clients because... Can I just say that's another story about you that I just I love. Um, starting in real estate, just take our word for it. It's hard. It's tough. No matter how many people you know, you know, there's still a learning curve. And getting those first couple of deals under your belt, as we talked about in episode one, can really kind of be a challenge. And here you are with someone who is like the ideal client, and you totally could have gone and played the oh I'm new and you know can't you know maybe just one deal and you know I mean we've heard a lot of stories over the years, and yet you didn't go there. No, because that seemed like it would be sleazy. Right. So you didn't go there. You, you didn't solicit their business. You didn't try and disrespect the agency relationship they had with another agent, even though they weren't technically in the middle of a deal, but you knew that they had this relationship and you were respectful of it. Absolutely. I mean, this, it's a small community and you don't want to, you don't want to tick off the people that, who are, who are your your colleagues in the community we don't want to that's true there's there's you know we've met other philosophies over the years so i mean but why are we is there more to the story so long story short after i'd been in the business for a while and they had done um another deal or two with their their agent they approached me and um we got to talking about uh some i mean they they changed they cha- they they chose me i didn't go try to get them and well i mean of course i was thrilled to work with them and do you remember how that all started with that the phone call in the closet well i mean that's 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 <laughs> excellent um but the the first property like you know the the neighbor at the top of the hill and like the roof was a duck pond and um 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's we don't have to go into that. No, we no, won't go there. But, but it's one of those, uh, once again, you just you, you just never know. Um, and that actually kind of uh, reminds me of, of one more never know, which is um, one of the first sets of clients I was working with uh, really, 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 really loved uh, this flat in a three-unit building that was a TIC share. Uh, it was uh, on Dolores. It was in Mission Dolores. It was just like, it was awesome. And uh, we wrote on it and we didn't get it. Um, you know, they got, we got blown out and I was bummed. Like we felt, I felt bad. Like, you know, I haven't done my job as an agent and, you know, they're going to fire me and, you know, like, like bad, 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 bad. And it turns out, uh, that the, the party that was accepted, um, that escrow didn't close uh, for months and months and months. And it involved attorneys and hard feelings and kind of all of these other horrific circumstances that I'm just totally not going to go into, but it's uh, under the theme of you never know. Uh, sometimes, you know, when a client doesn't get a property, you're just bummed. It's like, oh man, that was the one. Um, but you never know because what, what, you know, you may have just avoided like this horrific, horrible situation. Uh, and, you know, I often hear myself telling clients, you know, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be, which isn't kind of this, you know, kumbaya, like, oh, let's just hug until your house comes along. Um, but you never know. You never do. So uh, we've got a, a ton of stories, uh, not only of, of clients that we've sold houses to, but clients that didn't get houses. So might make for a fun upcoming episode of all of the deals we haven't done <laughs> and the reasons why. Um, we hope you have enjoyed uh, this episode. If you have, uh, please subscribe in your favorite, uh, wherever you're finding us, if it's in the iTunes store, Google Play, on our website, wherever it might be. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. I am Matt Fuller. I'm a realtor here in San Francisco, and this is my business partner. Britton Jackson. Over and out. Mm -hmm.